Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Thanks for joining us, everyone. This is Lindsay Klein with Secline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time, and your host of Buy the Books. I'm here again with Jeffrey Gonzalez of Pay Entry, the payroll company. And I didn't even ask you how you want to be introduced today. So I hope that's good. No, that's fine. Is there anything you want to add? Uh, You know, I am the uh, payroll guru. Let's go with that. Oh, okay. I'm going to give myself a new nickname right here. I am going to now call you that all the time. You're going to answer the phone and be like, hey, payroll guru. That's exactly what I want to be called. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to change my LinkedIn headline now. It's going to say payroll guru. Yeah, Do it. I I dare you. Actually, it might say that already. <laughs> wow, you're really committed to this. I do. I, yeah. Well, I mean, what else do I do, right? Like, out of all the conversations that I am good at having, payroll is definitely at the top of the list because I'm a nerd like that. I just love it. So, I don't know. So, today we're going to talk about, and I get this wrong because I want to say ERC, but it's not, right? It's, I was it's informed not. I was doing it wrong. By my boss, I'm sure. Oh, okay. Um, because my my manager always corrects me when I say it's the EOC credit, because it's the EOTC credit. And is this like PIN, you know, where it's personal identification number, but we all say PIN number, and we duplicate the number? Is this the same thing? Is the C credit... Yes, yes. So, so yeah. technically we should just be saying ERC, not ERC credit. E- E-R-C, E-O-T-C. Now I'm confused, but yeah. <laughs> but what it stands for is I the Employee Retention the Tax Credit. Guru. Yeah. <laughs> How much of a guru are you if I'm able to confuse you that fast, Jeffrey? Come on now. All right, so E-O-C. E-T? E-R-T-C. E-R. What's thing. the T stand for? Tax credit. Okay, so employer... Retention. Or employee. Employee. Employee retention, retention tax, tax credit. credit. Yeah. And so you don't have to say credit again, right? No. So it you is can not just the say, EOTC credit. Okay. Yeah. Just like okay. the pen number. So I think I, I think I have it now. Okay. We'll Good. see. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's interchangeable, right? Everybody calls it the EOC, EOTC. I mean, we all know what we're talking about. So... I uh, I wanted to give a recap of because we spent the day together we on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out should we do like the I don't want to say boring stuff. It's not boring. The boring well, stuff was the best stuff. That, that's where we spent most okay. of our time doing. We won't, we won't call it boring stuff, but the important informational stuff. Should we do that first? Yes. Yeah, yes. Okay. Let's do that Absolutely. first. For all the people that I, I told Chris the other day in our in our other episode, I don't remember what we were recording, that I went to see this the CPA. In San Antonio, mm-hmm. and he had, I guess, done some research on me before he met me in person, and it would just happen that that chip episode, the bonus episode, to yes. come out, yeah, and so that's what he pulled up, and he didn't say this is a waste of my time, but that's definitely the the impression <laughs> I got. So I feel like maybe we should do the important stuff first, and for those people that consider the fluff to be a waste of their time, uh, they can just. Got log it. off if they yeah. don't want to hear the rest. Then they're done. They can move on. Yeah. Okay. Right. Although yeah. I think we've already had ten minutes of fluff already. But sorry about that, yeah. guys. All right, let's get to the important stuff. All Tell right. us about the E R T C credit. No, yeah. you did it. Oh, I did it again. Goodness, E O T C. It's the employee retention credit. That's what I'm going with. So okay. the EOTC um, was a credit that was established by the government to help businesses post COVID. 
right? So in early 2020, uh, early mid 2020, they established a credit to the point of it was, was to help employers keep their employees employed and making money through COVID. So I will say this, because I should have said this a minute ago. Um, We have had an episode about this. And the reason we're doing it again is because there's been updates. There's been changes recently. So the core of it hasn't exactly changed, but there's been some new additions, correct? There has been. So, you know, the core of it was is that you were going to get 70% of your employees' wages up to a certain wage base limit. Um, and they were going to allow you to claim those credits every quarter through the end of 2021. So, I mean, that adds up to be quite a bit yeah. for the employer, right? That's very... That's a very nice credit. Um, And you were, and during that initial, when they made that extension through the end of 2021 and expanded the percentage, they also made it to where you could claim both the PPP and the EOTC credits, right? So you got to use both of them. Um, But now with the infrastructure bill that was just signed in uh, middle of November, they have removed the employer's eligibility to claim credits on the fourth quarter of 2021. 2021. So anything from October through the end of December of 2021. So originally people could do the fourth yeah. quarter and they made it worse for everyone. Yeah. That's basically what you're saying. Though. Essentially, they removed the credit amount. And the worst part is, is that they did it in the middle of the quarter. That this just happened in the middle of November. So if you were planning... Like on this, because yeah. it's already in the middle of the quarter. Yeah. You're now, well, you're screwed. You're now Jeffrey. not getting that credit. Jeffrey, well, and it's. How did you let this happen, it, payroll guru? They don't talk to me, right? So they don't ask me. Well, the <laughs> they problem didn't is. ask your permission first. What's even worse is that the government and the IRS didn't conversate and have a conversation about this before they, they changed ever? the rule. No. Ever. No, but especially this time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So they didn't talk. They didn't talk. They and didn't so talk to you. They didn't talk to the IRS. Or you. I'm sure you they, would have told them the same thing. They definitely did not yeah. talk to me. So, so we're all up this creek. They, they know that <laughs> this would not be a pleasant conversation. Yeah. I have a few issues. Like, okay, side rant. Yeah. Why is it our mileage deductions are never just 55 cents or 56 cents? No, it has to be... 55 and a half yes. cents. Yes. Because that half cent, man, <laughs> such a difference. Right? <laughs> Things like that, right? Your your 401k, you can't get it. I don't even remember the ages now because they keep changing it. But, you know, it's never just age 60 is yeah. when you can get your 401k ta- without tax. But no, it's got to be 59 and a half. And a half, exactly. Because that half year just makes all the difference, Jeffrey. I don't know who makes these decisions. So I can um, kind of understand why Congress would not want to talk to the IRS. But yeah. that being said, Congress can be equally as convoluted. But they're just, I feel like, convoluted in different ways. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, if they had a conversation with me, I'd have a few few beefs, few bones to pick. Hey, I'm all so, for it. I'll, I'll help you get anyway. there. Like, yeah, let's get you there so you can have these conversations. I'll drive. I'll drive. We'll head straight out to Washington, D.C., and we'll have these conversations. <laughs> Let's go. I'm sure Road somebody trip. will write it down and file it in the trash can. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It'll be in file 13, right? Just like, oh, we'll get that taken care of right away, Lindsay. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> 
Exactly. Anyway, sorry, I've probably completely derailed you. No, but it, but you're 100 percent right. So nobody talked about it, which is super okay. confusing for business owners. Now, if you remember, the EOTC credit can be claimed. I did it again. The EOCTC can be claimed. We need, like that that taboo <laughs> buzzer, so I can just buzz you. <laughs> Every time you do it. The EOTC can be claimed in two ways. So they can claim it after the quarter is over and claim all of the credits that were due to them by their employees or, uh, which is a problem because the IRS, I mean, I have a client who filed their first quarter eight months ago and still have not received any documentation on their credit yet. That doesn't surprise me. So it takes a long time, yeah. right, to the get IRS it. The IRS is backed up right now. And so the IRS knew that, and so they gave everybody a second option, which was they could go in, they could review their eligibility for their credit and calculate the credit, and then reduce their tax payments, their federal tax payments, by that much um, so that they just kept that money in their company operating account instead of sending it to the IRS, and that's how they claim their credit. Which was great, and a lot of people chose to go that route. The only problem is, is now that they changed that rule halfway through the fourth quarter, people have already been using, yes. making use of those credits, right? Mm-hmm. They've, they've underpaid their liability in anticipation for claiming this credit, and now those payments are late. They're due. Wow. They were already due, depending on their up. frequency. Yeah. So, so now um, I have another boned pick. Yes. With Congress. So I'm just giving okay. you a whole list, and we'll make okay. it bullet-pointed. Okay, And Perfect. then that way you can I have these bullet conversations. Points. <laughs> bullet points are fantastic. So, yes. And you can go in there and have this conversation. Language. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. So if somebody was underpaying their their liabilities this quarter, and now they find out they really owe this, are they going to have to pay penalties? There's a good they... chance of it, yeah. So there That's has not up. there has not been anything released. And obviously, this is all a work in progress, right? Like, since the beginning of the credits implementation and back in 2020, like, they've made how many updates? We're probably right. on, like, the fifth one at this point. So I'm sure something may come up where they're going to give relief to people. Okay. Um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, right? Yeah, because that, I mean, it, how would anyone have anticipated this? That's... Yeah, hopefully yeah. they're not going to yeah. charge and, and again, it don't it won't impact the people who go and claim those credits after the fact, right? So the people that are claiming their third quarter now, it's not going to impact them. But they're also going to wait eight months for that, yeah, right? So right. that's why business owners were choosing to claim it as they went, right? which made sense. Yes, of yeah. course. Yeah. Okay. All right. So basically, they, they, they screwed the, the business owners. Out of money. And so now they were able to claim $28,000 in credits per employee. That's and a now lot. that's, yeah, right. And so now that's been reduced to 23000 Okay. So these are like, you know, just, just reducing the credit altogether. Now, what if somebody up to this point hasn't claimed any, like didn't know what it was or maybe just hasn't got around to it? If, can they still do anything? Absolutely, you can. Yeah. In fact, the IRS just released, um, information saying that they were going to allow people up to three years after to claim credits back. Wow. So they did extend that part of it. Okay. So, so they you did have, do something good for the business owners. They did, yeah. Okay. So you do have until, you know, you have three years from the end of 2021 to claim those credits from the third quarter and before back to the beginning of 2020. Okay. So that means from January 2020 until the end of third quarter 21. Mm-hmm. That's the period when they can claim these yeah, credits. Okay. Yes. And there's certain eligibility requirements that they have to make sure that they have. I mean, there's there's a lot of rules, if thens then that, but yes. Okay. Jeffrey, I don't like that. I know. I know. So, the typical average business owner, what is it you're finding that would exclude them in most cases? 
Well, first of all, some businesses were not able to retain their employees. It just didn't make sense. Or they had to completely shut down certain industries, right? That, like restaurants, really, so they didn't have So if you're no longer that. in business. So they couldn't pay their employees because they didn't have them. So there's no credit for them. Okay, so you so that because that's obviously the R was the point retention yeah, exactly right. So you have to have retained your employees exactly. So you can't if you if you let's say let an employee go this year in twenty one. Mm-hmm. Let's say you let them go in third quarter of this year, mm-hmm. but you had them all of twenty twenty and part of twenty one. Mm-hmm. Can you still claim the credit, or yeah. do they still have to be an employee? No, you can claim them for the quarters that they were employed. Okay. So if they were employed from the beginning of 2020 through the end of, say, October, then you can claim those credits okay. all the way through. Okay. So and you- the credit amounts vary by quarter and year. So, I mean, early on, they they had certain credit amounts that, were, that they were worth, and, and now they're worth a different amount. So... Because yes, there's, there's charts and tables and all kinds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it can't be straightforward. Yeah, Fifty-five point five. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah exactly. we couldn't make it easy. Fifty-five we and a half. Make cents. sure it's as convoluted as possible. How do you split a penny? Exactly, Jeffrey. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. And why? And why like, would I need to? Is the sit worth so much, so much that we can't just go ahead and round up? I think just 56 to save, cents. I mean, is it even worth cents. the yeah. paper that we had to print? All the extra paper that the IRS had to print to put that decimal and another <laughs> digit. Was it worth the cent, the half cent? I don't think so. I, I don't, don't think, think so, so either. Yeah. Yeah, these these are this our cliff ridiculous. notes for you to take with oh, you. I'm telling you, I, I'm we're ready. going. We're I don't going. I have to write this down, Jeffrey. <laughs> I am ready. I don't even need to write it down. <laughs> This is going to have a whole full-on conversation. You know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. All right. Well, and it's going to be a long drive, so you have plenty of time to get your thoughts together and decide oh, on I'm how. Ready. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready right now. I can do it right now. Let's get the president uh, on the phone. Let's have a conversation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, get the president on the phone. We need to talk to him. Yeah. He's okay. doing the thumbs up. Yeah. He's, he's working on we'll it get right that. now. We'll get that. Thank you. We'll have your people call his people, and we'll get this straightened out. Yeah. All right. Anything else? We got, I'm getting you off track again. No, it's 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 not. No. So, I mean, definitely not off track. This is all right. This is all stuff that you're 100% right. These are conversations that you can pick up the phone. You can call your, your local state representatives and, and have those conversations because the point of the infrastructure bill was, right? The infrastructure isn't just what they're going to build. Part of the infrastructure bill was to expand businesses and to help businesses thrive by building these things. Right. That was the point of it. And so this is kind of a little bit backwards, right? They, they kind of missed the boat a little bit on that. So absolutely have these conversations. That's what they're there for. So if, if this if this is going to harm you or if you're being charged penalties and interest, absolutely say yeah. something. Yes, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. And if, and if you want to throw in the, the half cent thing into the conversation too, like, <laughs> although Congress, it's not Congress, I don't think. I, I well, think that's the IRS. Wrong. It Maybe. might be the IRS. See, I'm not sure now. Yeah. Because the IRS is supposed to just implement what Congress does. So maybe Congress it actually. It may be Congress. Now we're going to have to look into this. Now yeah. I have to go so all the way back. So who do we blame? To my fifth grade social studies books. <laughs> because I know it explained it in there. I just don't remember. <laughs> yeah, no, now that I think about it, the IRS is just basically the kind enforcer. of clarifying and enforcing yeah. what Congress. So I think it is Congress that, that we need to be calling about this. Okay. All right. So, well, yeah. Yeah, we'll get on hmm. that. I'll get on that. Yeah, I'm making a note for myself to make sure I, <laughs> I make these calls. So this is why. So 
Okay, is there any other important stuff before we get to anything else? You know, honestly... Before I send us down another rabbit hole. Before we go down another rabbit hole. um, You know, other than that, I would say that there's not really anything that's that's different. I don't want to, like, rehash and waste your listeners' time going over everything that you already heard about in the last um, episode. So the biggest thing is just making sure that if you haven't made those payments... Make those payments, calculate those, and send those ASAP. Um, it never hurts to send a little apology letter. Like, please, <laughs> no. please have mercy. Forgive me. Yeah, and 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 it's not uncommon for the IRS. I, I've been doing that for a long time. So send a little letter, explain you didn't intend to do that, and hopefully they'll waive any penalties and interest. And then, um, you know, just don't claim that credit. And then if you have, cl- if you haven't claimed that credit at all, now you have that three years. Go back. It's absolutely worth it. And you guys at Pay Entry, you help with this, right? Yeah. Well, and so that was one of the things that I was going to mention is is because this has become like a uh, there's a lot of money here, right? yes. as you can tell, right? We're talking seven thousand dollars per employee per quarter for the whole for all of 2021. That's a lot of money, and so yes. there's a lot of vendors and payroll companies who offer a service where they'll go in and they'll 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 check your eligibility and then they'll file all of the the necessary paperwork to amend those returns and to help you claim those credits. And so problem is they're charging significant amounts. They're charging Most like of the time it's 15, a percentage. 20%. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's what I hear a lot is 20%. Yeah. So they're charging people those huge amounts. And so there's, there's, there's just companies that have been formed only for this. Yes. That's all they're doing, right? And then after this expires, then they'll cease to exist or they'll find something else to do. So it's usually a percentage. So how are you guys charging... First of all, do you do the ERTC? Did I get it right? You did. The ERTC, ERTC. Yeah. Do you do it for non-customers that are not payroll customers? We do not. No. We okay. Do so not. you have yeah. to be a payroll you customer. You have to be a payroll customer, and we do not charge a percentage. We're just charging for the amended return. Because that's all it really Which is in the end. Is give me an average, a ballpark. Oh, a hundred bucks to two hundred really? bucks per quarter. Per so you're helping business owners get these ERT sets for like a hundred, two hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's what we call. Well, that's what we charge for any amended returns. This is just another amended return for us. Okay. So we're not cash grabbing. We're just filing those amended See, returns. See, that's for fantastic. You. Yeah. Because a lot of people, like you said, are paying twenty percent, and if they actually did get. What what is it? The maximum you can get per employee seven thousand per quarter. So what? That's seven times four. I'm not good at math, so I'll let you do that. But anyway, <laughs> so twenty eight thousand yeah, dollars per employee. Oh yeah, I said that earlier. But anyway, yeah, yeah. twenty eight thousand dollars. I mean, what's fifteen percent of that? That's huge. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. So so that's actually really fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And so right we're now. doing that. And then really, what we tried to do though is because we noticed right away that that the IRS was taking forever, right? The IRS is just super behind because of COVID and limited staffing and all of that stuff. So what we tried to do is we tried to help our clients start taking advantage of those credits in the current quarter, right? right? That's what we did. And so when the rule changed in uh, in the middle of November, we had to like pull up all the reports and find out who was making those claims and then change that and, and tell them how much we owed and then we collected and made those payments. So we had to like scramble because wow. we were trying to help our clients claim those credits sooner um, and then make sure that they weren't late or anything so that all had to be taken care of like before thanksgiving so yeah that was a uh, that was a mad dash but we got it all done so i met jeffrey's boss this last week yeah and she i could tell is very passionate about the subject to the point that i said maybe you need to come on the show i wanted to nothing against jeffrey i love jeffrey but man she was like she was passionate about this yeah um but she had to go back to, where is it, North Carolina? Yeah, she's from North Carolina. Yeah. yeah, and I just cannot get into the Zoom 
podcasting thing. I mean, I know a lot of people do it. Yeah. It's not the same. It's not. It's not the same. There's so, a delay. Usually there's yeah, a delay, yeah. right? And and then on top of that, like you just can't you can't feed off each other as well. So exactly. I understand where you're coming from. Yes. Yeah. I I am not I have not made that leap yet. I'm still into the in-person conversation. I like it. I like it. So that's why we had to settle for Jeffrey. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> She's going to watch this and love that. She's just going to absolutely love that comment. <laughs> Jeffrey knows I'm joking. No, I, I'm glad you came to talk about this. Yeah. And um, I think this is something that a lot of people are confused about. I've been confused about it. So I am happy to send people to you, Jeffrey, yeah, and I'll to explain get clarification. It. I will explain because it. Because it keeps changing. It does. And... And I it'll can't change even again. get the name right. I keep calling it ERC, and then it, and then some people call it ERTC. So even just the yeah. name is it's confusing. confusing. Yeah. So what? Where did the name come from? Is it the act that Congress passed? Yeah. So this was actually part of the CARES Act initially. Okay. Right? So the CARES so Act. So where did the ERC ERTC thing come it, in? I think it was just what they named it based off of the. They wanted to make sure that everyone understood that it was a retention. Credit Like, it wasn't something that you could claim. Like, the PPP didn't necessarily require you to keep everybody, right? You could use the PPP for a lot of different things to manage your business, where this credit was specifically for employers to keep their employees working through COVID. Okay. Yeah. All right. So where did the T? Why is there confusion about the T? It's just a tax credit, right? <laughs> it, it, it's, um, you know, as opposed to saying it's just a credit, but it's specifically it's a tax credit. Okay. So it's not like you're going to get. And the reason why it's important to differentiate is because essentially in early on, we all had the idea that we were going to file this form 7200 and they were going to mail checks. That's what we thought. Uh, and then so it's no, that's not what's happening. It's a tax credit. It's not cash that you're going to deposit into your bank. But in some cases, they are sending a check, right? Well, but that's after the fact, after you're making the claim. But it's really to refund you your taxes that you could have underpaid. Okay. Exactly. Because once the credit applies, you've overpaid your taxes. You've overpaid your taxes, exactly. So this is all done on a 941 This is all done on the 941, yes. So when you say amended return, you're talking amended 941 Amending the 941s, yeah. Yeah. To reflect that. Exactly. And there are eligibility requirements, right? So when our clients come to us and they, you know, they say they want to do this, like, we'll ask them the questions. Obviously, always talk to a tax professional because it is about your gross receipts and how much you've been reduced. But then once that's all figured out, then we just amend that return. So let's talk about that a little bit. You have to have suffered some kind of loss of revenue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's like, 2020 has to be less than 2019? Yeah, so in 2020, it was you had to have a 50% reduction in gross receipts from compared to the quarter before. So if you were talking about the third quarter 2020, we're talking about the third quarter 2019. Okay. So there had to be a 50%, 50%. reduction. So you had 50%. to have a pretty significant drop. Pretty significant, yes. Okay. And then if the credit was only 5000 total for the year per employee. Okay. That was initially. And then in 2021, when they changed it, it went up to 7000 per quarter okay. per employee, and it was only a 20% reduction. Okay. So they made it so easier. So did they change 2020? No, they did not go back. Okay, so 2020 2020. is still 50%. Exactly. But 21 is 20%. And what what year are you comparing it to? Uh, 2020. 2020. Oh, no, I think it's actually 2019. You're comparing it to 2019. Okay, so you're comparing the same quarter. So first quarter 21, you'd be comparing to first quarter 19. Exactly. And you have to have a 20% drop. Reduction. Okay. Yeah. So if you did well during the pandemic... 
you don't qualify. You're not going to qualify for yeah. this. And there are, and that's another thing about the vendors is you have to keep an eye out because I have heard of vendors pushing through credits to people who were not eligible. Uh-oh. Right? Now, what happens in those instances? Is it kind of like you can get away with it if you don't get audited kind of thing? <laughs> um, I, I would say that you can get away with just about anything as long as you don't get audited. So that's the key there is yeah. if you get audited, yes. that's when you'd get in trouble. Oh, yeah. But that's a lot. We're talking 7000 per employee. And that's for employees that had up to 500 employees, right, for the I'm, year. Yeah, let me just say, I'm not I'm not it's condoning <laughs> doing that. I'm just clarifying that that's how you would get caught, essentially, yes. is yeah. by getting audited. Absolutely. And the IRS does those randomly, right? Um, and then in addition to that, if you find out and you want to come forward and you're like, hey, I did this wrong, I wasn't eligible, like the IRS definitely smiles upon people who tell on themselves, right? Okay. So they'll usually let you get through and say, okay, like move on. But again, it's on a per case basis and it also depends on your history with the IRS. If you're, if you're making these mistakes often, then they might right. not be so lenient. Right, yeah. mistakes, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So they, uh, they're they going to look more favorably upon those who come clean and say, here's your money. Yeah, here's your money. Oh, yeah. I mean, the IRS loves anybody who says, here's, here's your, your money. money. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, we're best friends. So um, if you want the IRS to be your best friend, just give them money and they'll they'll be happy. So Great advice, Jeffrey. Yeah, exactly. What every business owner wants to do, give money to the IRS. No, but, no, but, exa- but that's why you need to hire a professional, right? To keep your tax well, liabilities. Well, let's clarify. Yeah. Because I've had some episodes about some not so great professionals. So it's mm. not just a professional. You a have to good hire Lindsay. Yeah. So call Lindsay <laughs> no, no, no. as a client. I'm not doing ER, <laughs> ER. I can't even say it. ERTC. ERTC yeah. Call Jeffrey. Call me. Yeah. If you want the ERTC. Well, and I'll explain it, right? And, and like I said, there's a lot of vendors and there's a lot of tax professionals like CPAs who will do it for just an amended return charge. So definitely shop around. So, you know, these vendors and other payroll companies are taking advantage of the confusion. Yeah. No, and, right. and they're capitalizing on that. Absolutely. And so, um, so make sure you shop around, make sure you find the best option for you that's going to be the most cost effective because, like, you know, some business owners are thinking, well, it's an extra credit, like it doesn't matter. But that's your credit. The yeah. IRS and, the, and the, the government pulled together to make this available for you. So use it and don't just give it away to the person who says they can do it for you. Right. Yeah. So that's a good point. Just because someone says that you can get the credit doesn't mean you should get the credit. Exactly. And yeah. at the end of the day the business owner is liable no matter who filed that return or amended the return the business owner is the one that would have to pay if if they're really not eligible i say that all the time so when people <laughs> ask me questions or like what do you see in the industry how should i handle this like i'm more than willing to share that information with you but i always give you the disclaimer that i'm not a tax professional and as the business owner you are responsible for whatever your business does, yeah. right? Like, they're not going to call me if it's wrong. They're going to call you. You may call me, but the IRS is going to be looking at you because you're the one that owes that money, and you're the one that's responsible for keeping all of this accurate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. So if somebody wanted to call you and get information about this or get help with it, where can they reach you? So they can call me on my cell. So wow, he's giving his cell phone away well, Yeah, the payroll I, guru. This is how committed I am to helping people not get ripped off. This is off. awesome. Yeah, okay. exactly. So Because again, like I said, pay entry can't do them for you if you want a current client. So, so somebody just do help me a you. favor and just start spamming him in the middle of the night. <laughs> My phone's on do not disturb. Don't do this to me. 
I'm totally kidding. All I right. My cell number is 214-551-4650. And I can be reached at jgonzalez at payentry.com. And spell Gonzalez because there's like a bazillion ways there's to spell There's a bazillion this. ways. So it's G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-S. Okay. Jay Gonzalez at, at payentry.com. Pay yeah. Yes, call Jeffrey. He's amazing. I actually really, really like you, Jeffrey. And you. I've, you know, as you know, I've sent a lot of people your direction. And we've become really good friends yes, in the process. I really enjoyed it. And I love spending time with you, right? We yes. spend the whole day together. So, yeah, yes. And I was going to talk about this, but we actually spent quite a bit of time talking about the important yeah. stuff. So I'll push it to the next episode. Okay, we'll do it the next one. We'll, All right. we'll talk about our day together. So, I mean, when your boss said, I don't think you guys can make two episodes out of these two topics, she did not know how much we, we could talk. talk. So, we're definitely going to be able to make two episodes exactly. out of this. Exactly. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. And if anyone needs bookkeeping services, I'm here for you. Lindsay Klein with Sakline, Honest, Accurate Bookkeeping Performed on Time. You can email us at info, I-N-F-O, at Sakline.com, S-A-K-L-I-N-E. And that's also our website, Sakline.com. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a great week. By the Books is presented by Sakline, Honest, Accurate Bookkeeping Performed on Time. For more information on Sakline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit Sakline.com or email info at Sakline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Sakline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.